Hey everyone, welcome to Share Your Sparkle, and I'm your host, Dr. Darlene Berrios. This is Season 2, Episode 13, Freedom. Hey everyone, I almost did like what buildings do and skipped to Episode 13, you know, in the elevator. <laughs> but I didn't. So here we are. Um, decided to talk about freedom because the 4th of July just passed, and in the United States that's... Um, you know, the day of independence. I'll share some thoughts about that in a little bit. But first, I want to tell a funny story, talk about what I'm watching on Netflix, um, share a quote, and then give my thoughts on freedom. So yesterday um, was the 4th of July, and really didn't do much. But I convinced my sister to go on a hike with me and uh, we did the the long one. The long one is about five and a half miles. It takes about two hours and twenty minutes. I would say it's like a medium level hike. Like it's not it's not easy. Like it's not straight. There are some parts, you know, that are pretty slippery and rocky and some pretty steep terrain. But it's really great. I love it. So we hadn't we hadn't done it in a while, and the temperature was pretty perfect. It was like in the fifties. So. It was a nice, cool summer morning to embark on our long hike. But um, last week, there's a different trail that I go on. And I was with Bean, you know, my super cute black lab who's like a beast right now. He's super big. He's about seven months old. And um, like a tired dog is a, is a good dog. So I have to take him hiking in the morning and the afternoon. And when we went last week... I saw a black bear. So in New England, the black bears are out and about. And uh, luckily, I ha- I bought a whistle like a month ago, I, I guess. And um, it was facing the direction I was going in, so it didn't see us. But I just booked it in the opposite direction with Bean, and I started blowing my whistle. And about five minutes after backtracking five minutes, like there's a house... So, you know, I had to cut through a hundred feet or so, maybe a little bit more, like 150 feet of wood. So that's like not a path. I was just hoping the whole time we wouldn't get poison ivy to get these people's driveway so I can cut through this neighborhood and have like my mom pick us up. So since then, we've been super cautious on the trails and um, my sister... I told her to bring a whistle and her backpack has like a whistle attached to it. And every once in a while, we would just blow the whistle, you know, um, <laughs> hoping to keep the bears away, I guess. And she was ahead of me and her whistle's attached to her backpack. So I can't see when she's blowing it. And some, so she would blow it. And I'm like, oh, my God, can you just give me a warning? Because sometimes when she would blow it, it would scare me. I'm like, can you just tell me that you're going to blow the whistle? And she's like, you know, the bears have like cameras in the woods and they're watching us and they're laughing at you because each time I blow the whistle, you get scared. And I was like, that's really, really funny. No bears um, yesterday or since the day I saw one. So that's good. But that's my funny summer bear story. And uh, Netflix, if you're looking for something to watch, I saw... um, Summertime, it takes place on this coastal uh, beach 
place in Spain, a group of young, probably high school, senior, like high school age, early college age students or kids kind of coming of age and relationships and their connection to their family. Um, I thought it was good. So I recommend summertime. And um, there's something I clicked on it by mistake, honestly, but it's called the Parisian Agency. And what, this is what I liked about it. There's a family and this is totally what I want. It's like they're their own corporate. Literally, it's like a uh, these parents and their four sons. The youngest one is 16. So it's not he's not necessarily involved in the business. But there are five episodes about them working together. They're in real estate, like luxury real estate in Paris. And literally, they work in the parents' living room. Like they talk about board meetings or like lunches turning into board meetings. And if you've ever worked with people that are like family, close friends, or I don't know if you work with your family, but if you've ever had that kind of relationship where work is just fun, and I've had a few um, scenarios where that's the case, like one uh, where a buddy of mine had literally the same position and we would just help each other out and, and just laugh every single day. And if she's listening, she knows exactly who I'm talking about. But we would laugh every single day, you know, and then at a school where the teachers were, ba- you know, like family and it, and uh, a team of mine that I was a part of for like nine years, like a decade, we were just like family. And we laughed and we cried when we needed to cry and we pushed each other and we took care of each other. And it's just a, such a cool experience. So I, watching that uh, just made me want something like that again, you know, and uh, like they have their own corporate. So I think that's really awesome. So summertime, you know, beach town in Spain and, you know, the experience of coming of age and relationships and uh, that's, you know, fiction. But if you want looking for something real, um, the Parisian agency, I suggest both of them. And a quote that I want to just share uh, related to freedom. It's by Aaron Hansen. I actually have the quote on my phone. But I didn't realize who it was written by until I looked her up. She's a poet, young poet, maybe like in her 20s. I think on Instagram she goes by, let me see here. Um, Well, what is the underground poet maybe? Hold on. Sorry. Erin Hansen. The Poetic Underground. The Poetic Underground. And... The only one quote that I have, I've read some other ones, but this is the one um, that I'm going to read to you today. It says, there's freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? So that's by Erin Hansen. And she has some books. Uh, Definitely check her out and her material. I don't have any of her books, but the poems that I read or the postings that she has are really interesting and powerful. And speaking of freedom, um, God, I I think there's just so much to say about that that it's kind of hard. But when I think about it, I really think about how much, uh, yes, there has been 
or there are freedoms that we have that we didn't have before, but there's so much more to go. I mean, there are literally places in the world where I cannot live because there are countries, I think like 69 countries where like homosexuality is outlawed. I mean, I remember my little brother asking me once too, um, I wanted to, like, you know, we talk about traveling and different things and his family was thinking about going to Morocco. I'm like, I can't go there. Are you kidding me? I don't want to get like arrested while I'm there. Um, like it's even a scary thought for me to go visit some parts of the world. And so there's a list, the current list, um, uh, I think it's from like the BBC here, you know, where places are, where it's literally, I wouldn't consider living just because I need to be me, right? Um, Barbados, Ethiopia, Ghana, Jamaica, Kenya. So unless things have changed between now and then Maldives, which I, see, I hear is really beautiful, um, obviously depending on different parts of your socially significant identity, you're going to be treated differently. And in some cases, like in my case, like I wouldn't even consider living in that part of the world. And I'll be honest, even the United States, I wouldn't consider living in some places just because, I mean, if you've traveled the United States, it's very different in, in a lot. I mean, if you go from, I don't know, let's say like Burlington, Vermont to Miami, you're, you'll feel like you're literally in a different country. I've only, like I've, I've grown up in New England. I know most of the East Coast just by like traveling up and down, like from, you know, New England to Florida. I have lived, lived out in California, but it's Southern California. Um, so I've, and, and crossed through, you know, like Texas and Arizona not spent a lot of time in those places but enough to at least have gone through and visited but like I've never been up to like Montana or the Dakotas and I have visited Minnesota um but like we live in a country that's so different depending on where you are right and honestly there are some places that I would not consider living just because I think it might still be scary <laughs> whether it's because of uh not just not gender or uh, sexuality, like in terms of relationships, but racially, you know, um, it's, it's interesting. So while we celebrated freedom, there's really a lot, a lot left to kind of get through in terms of like, when will we all be free and not just in the United States, but in the world and will we ever be truly free i mean as humans as humans will we ever truly be free because someone else will always be making some law someone will be dictating how you live somehow right um even like when we go to buy stuff in stores like are we making decisions based on what we want or i mean how many times have you bought something right there as you're checking out, because it's right there as you're checking out, you're like, oh, I could go for some gum right now. But like, did you really want gum? <laughs> All that stuff that's placed in stores, it's done strategically. All that marketing stuff, commercials, you know, billboards, where they place cereal, like literally the height in the aisle where they place cereal, like the height of the aisles themselves really are done because they're like how can we get 
people to buy this, this, and that? What can we do? What change can we make? <clears throat> and I haven't seen um, the Netflix documentary, but I think it's basically about technology and that same idea. And I'll be honest, I'm scared. I'm honestly scared to watch it because um, how many decisions are we literally making because of what we watch and see and hear around us instead of like truly because it's like something inside of us that we want to do. I mean, and at the core of it, you want to be like, no, I'm doing this because I want to. But I'll be honest, like, I'll see a commercial for something like cereal and I'll be like, oh, I kind of feel like having Cocoa Pebbles now. <laughs> or I kind of feel like having whatever that restaurant is that just popped up on the screen. So it's a little weird. And I'm scared to watch that Netflix thing because I want to think that I control my choices, but do I really sometimes? I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't mean to freak you out, but it's true. Like, how many choices are we literally making on our own accord or because of what we see, hear, and feel around us? So freedom... On a more positive note, I guess, or um, less heavy, I want to give a shout out to my little brother, whose birthday was on the 4th of July. And what I do appreciate, appreciate about him is that he allows people, just by being who he, who he is, the freedom to be who they are. So... I I can only speak about my relationship with him as a sibling, but I truly feel like he gives that space of freedom for you to be your authentic self and you can choose to be your authentic self or not. Um, and that's a gift, you know, like how many people can you be yourself around and truly not feel, you know, judged or, I don't know, looked at differently in some way shape or form and that's what's really amazing about the fourth of july baby that i know <laughs> is that he allows people to be free to be who they are so thank you mikey for that because that's an amazing gift and speaking of freedom i think on a i'm going to end on this note we while all this stuff is happening as human beings in the world right um, unless there's something, you know, physically barring you from being able to think in a certain way, you know, for whatever reason, um, we can decide what we think about things. Like, we can decide how we think and what we want to think. Obviously, thoughts come and go. But, like, you can change a thought if you wanted to. You can give a thought some energy. You can think. Even if you're imprisoned physically, you have the ability to think. You have, like I said, barring any physical something or other, you have that ability to think what you want to think in your mind 
someone might have like tape over your mouth I don't know but you can still think something someone can't take your thought or thoughts away those are still yours and you can make them or take them away right you can make your own thoughts you can take away your own thoughts that and maybe that's something even more powerful than what exists like in the real world like with laws or things that are still basically colonizing people in a certain way shape or form by like trying to you know I don't know hold on to the past I guess in some way with some power of sorts but like our thoughts are still ours or yours so that's pretty powerful our thoughts are still ours Okay, people, I have one story to share, and I found it this morning. Um, It's from Tosha Silver's Change Me Prayers, The Hidden Power of Spiritual Surrender. So I don't know who this message is for, but it's um, titled Never Too Late. So back when I still did astrology, I had a client in her 70s who was constantly being advised to curl up at her quote, advanced, and quote, age and wait to die. But Emma still had tons of energy. Her chart told a completely different story. I sure don't feel done, she told me. In some ways, I've barely begun. Isn't that incredible? Did you know, I, ga- I asked, gazing at her fifth house of creativity and love crammed with six planets, that you're actually an artist? Emma's cheeks were suddenly wet with tears as she looked down and nodded her head. Yes, I knew when I was young but I fear it might be too late for that. Well, it ain't over till it's over, I crowed, suggesting they, suggesting she say the following prayer for a couple of months. What the hell? She had absolutely nothing to lose. My entire life is in divine order, outside of all imagined limits. Only the divine will is my guide. Let whatever dormant talents I have emerge for the good of all, Give me the courage to let whatever is within me flow. Make me ready. Remove any fear or resistance. Open the way. I didn't hear from her for three years. And then an email. Even though she'd painted in her 20s, she'd found a sculpting class soon after we met. Eventually, she moved to Brooklyn to pursue what became a wild fire fire of ecstatic artistic devotion. To her amazement, her work was now in small galleries. Then a second miracle occurred. At 74, she'd also been told her romantic life was, of course, long over. But amazingly, she had met and fallen in love with another artist, a woman. She was now having her first happy relationship ever. Her life took unimaginable twists just by offering that packed little fifth house to the divine. And then it says that there's a, there are little prayers after these short stories. Not all of them about our astrology. It's literally like um, dreams she ha- might had, have had or different experiences with people. And this one says here, Change me, divine beloved, into one who is freed from the illusion of time. Protect me from the toxic views this culture holds about age. Help me be open to a miracle of regeneration in every way. May I know... I'm a dazzling and eternal soul, not a chronological number. Never too late. A section from Change Me Prayers by Tosha Silver.
I hope that helps somebody. Oh, and I actually, one last thing. I was running two days ago. I told you I sometimes like get these messages. And the phrase that came to mind while I was midway through my run was, Acércate a mí. Acércate a mí. I don't know if that gave you the chills or not, but I think that was a pretty cool message. Acércate a mí. If you don't know what it is, look it up. <laughs> okay, people. Remember, it's summertime. Still wear your mask. <laughs> I don't know. I... I'm going to say still wear your mask. And you're like, well, you were just talking about freedom. I know. But did you notice no one got the flu this winter? That's what my sister-in-law brought up not too long ago. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, part of the reason why is probably we weren't out and about. But more people had their masks on. Anyway, so um, summertime, rest. Find some time to rest a day, a couple days. Take care of yourself. It's important. Until then, accept your sparkle, surrender to it, and allow it to be so. Keep shining! <laughs>